Welcome to episode two, Cards with Juice podcast. I'm Juice, and that's Jaylock. Hey, Jaylock, buddy. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm just like Katrina and the waves today, walking on sunshine. Look at you, and you say, "All right, welcome to uh, the second episode of Cards with Juice." We can't believe we made it to. Well, we can't believe we made it to episode one, let alone episode two. Hey, eh, Jaylock. That's right. That's right. This is going to be an unbelievable episode. Unbelievable, just that we're here. That's right. I'm here live in Punchbowl Studios. J-Lock, where are you this morning, buddy? I'm out on the road today, Juice. uh, Just heading back from the great state of Massachusetts. Go ahead and spell it. Go ahead. Uh, M. Good enough. That's as far as I'm going to get this What are you doing in Massachusetts, my friend? Well, I was... uh, I heard a little rumor on the internet there a week or so ago that <clears throat> they had mason jars full of Taylor Swift rain available for sale for the bargain basement price of $250. So I thought, I got to run out there and get me some. This is that Taylor Taylor Swift rain concert water that you're talking That's about? That's right. Yes. Yeah. Well, did yeah. you get any? I did. I, I stumbled across a jar nice. and picked it up, went to take it home. And uh, on my last stop, I... Uh, I accidentally dropped it, and all the Taylor Swift rainwater is now all over the ground. Oh my goodness! Like, like all rain ends up on the ground. That's so right. If, if yeah, you don't yeah. know what Jaylock's referring to, there was an article on the internet, and everything on the internet's true that people were were selling Taylor Swift concert water for two hundred fifty dollars, and this is from her concert in Foxborough, just outside of Boston. And apparently, they uh, they they were collecting this rainwater at the concert, and then putting it online and people were selling it and buying it, sure. believe it or not. I just want to go through the logistics of this. So it's the it's the day of the show, Jay. And yep. uh, the f- weather forecast says rain. So these Swifties, which J-Lock and I are not, uh, That's these right. Swifties decided, oh, I know what we'll do. We'll grab some glass mason jars, throw them in our backpacks, and head over to Foxborough Stadium. When they get there, security's like, what do you got with you? And they're like, oh, we just have these glass mason jars because if it rains, we want to collect the water. And security is like, go right on in with your glass. They did, yes. Yep. All right. Go grab yourself a brewski and set up your glass mason (laughs) jars. Head to the mosh pit and collect your rainwater. Collect your rain. All right. (laughs) Moving right along from that. Today's show, episode two, is going to be, we're going to run down... uh, quickly we're going to run down a uh the sales of the week we had some interesting mm-hmm. ones for sure and then we're going to get into uh the new releases right away uh we have june 7th we have the flagship upper deck extended and then we're going to talk a little bit about next year 2220 no 2324 series one because there's some big changes jaylock yeah there are yes apparently the, the configuration of the hobby boxes is upper deck is completely uh, changing the configuration so we're going to get into that and then uh, we're going to touch on ebay's new policy shipping out of canada with their uh, guaranteed authenticity and mm-hmm. then um jaylock you've got a card of the week for us right i have a card of the week yes i do oh oh you're keeping it secret that it's going to be a secret yeah it'll be a surprise Ooh, jaylock's <laughs> going to blow our mind with the card of the week uh, a little bit about... Uh, it's not too hard to blow juicing mine. <laughs> Do some uh, local card show news, and then uh, that'll be it. We'll wrap this baby up. Uh, J-Lock, real quick. Just want to make yep. a shout-out real quick to uh, two two great friends of the show, Mike and Johnny, who 
are proud to announce that they won the C Championship Ball Hockey in Toronto, Canada. Uh, Ball hockey? Ball hockey. That's the one where you play hockey and you don't skate. Because in Canada, we'll play hockey with anything. We don't have ice. We don't have ice? That's okay. We'll just play it on concrete. We got to play hockey. Anyway, Mike and Johnny, members of the Big Horns, C Division champions. Jay, don't. Don't make fun. These boys take this seriously. They work hard. Don't make fun that they're in the C division, which they're champions of the average players. Okay, but but at least they're champions. So they're the best average players. They're the best of the average players. Maybe next year they'll work harder and be in A or B division, but this year... They're, these kids are great. They're great friends of Cards with Juice. Mike and Johnny, congratulations to the Bighorns for your Siege Championship ball hockey win. Uh, you guys have peaked. This is it. This is the peak of your life. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> it's all, it all goes downhill from here. That's it. Congratulations, boys. Good job. Yeah, well, well done, boys. Well done. All right, moving right along. Um, we just lost all the listeners of the Bighorns. They're like, yeah, we're not listening yeah, to these that's, guys yeah. anymore. <laughs> that giant click was all the Bighorn radios going off at the same time. That, and, and unfortunately, that's 99% of our audience. <laughs> we just lost our entire audience. There we go. Well, there might not be a third episode of Pets with Juice. <laughs> this week in the sales the most interesting sale for sure was uh nicholas lindstrom uh 2021 auto 25 of 35 absolute beautiful card uh purchased by a gentleman in connecticut and uh that's over there actually by where you are that's yeah it's as hard to spell as massachusetts is as well yeah so the nicholas lindstrom 2021 out of 35 autograph card um went out the door made a happy camper that was a that was a interesting sale um we had a couple others Wayne Gretzky stuff I don't know what's going on I'm telling you you can put Wayne Gretzky on anything and it's like I'm good you know what I'm gonna do Jay I'm gonna sell Wayne Gretzky water there you go there we go where's his next concert gonna be I'll head out there well he's out he's out in Vegas doing the 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 broadcast for the finals. I'm gonna go out there, collect some of his water, put it online. Because I'm telling you, It'll collect some of his sand. There ain't no water in Vegas. <laughs> Anything Gretzky sells. We had a bunch of Gretzky, and then I had a gentleman contact us about. Um, he wanted a collection. Him and his kid. He was telling me an interesting story, Jay Lock. Yep. Been out of collecting for a bunch of years. Now his boys are coming of age. They want to collect, so he's kind of getting back into it. So, right. wanted to touch base. They're big Edmonton Oiler fans. And right. Wanted to put together a big package to surprise his boys, kind of kickstart their collecting, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, he picked up 34 Edmonton Oiler cards, and they went from everything from 2023 all the way back to the beginning of time. But he was just sharing an interesting story of how you know he had quit collecting and then when yeah. his kids got older and they were interested in it now he's finding interested so you know there you go you've got uh that's what's interesting about this hobby guys come and go come and go and then the next generation comes in and now you become a collector again as well it, it's funny how that just keeps evolving 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 and they were so excited yeah. to get this package of cards oh that's awesome that's great Maybe. i really yeah uh, yeah i hope uh yeah, they start a really big collection. Cards with juice, as we say, making dreams happen. All every day. Every single day. Every single day. 
So head over to uh, cardsofjuice.com, head over to our eBay store, all the social media platforms, Cards of Juice. It's Cards of Juice across the board. You can find us on TikTok, Instagram. TikTok, amazing. It is amazing. That quick, there. quick, quick pack rips on TikTok. Yes, we're doing uh, a thing over there on social media, which seem to be very, very popular and getting more popular every week. 32nd, we, we rip packs. We rip them quick. We rip them with our sense of humor. Um, sometimes J-Lock calls Carlton the bear a polar bear. Uh, they're a lot of fun. If you go over to TikTok, go to Instagram, you'll see them there. Um, there's a slew of them. Enjoy. Uh, cardswithjuice.com. You'll find everything that we do there. And uh, off you go. J-Lock, um, before we get into this um, extended series and the differences between, just want to say... We came into possession, uh, J-Lock, this just happened two days ago, so you haven't been in the office to see the card. No, I've, I've been out traveling, no. Yeah, what you're, happened? You're chasing Taylor Swift, and I'm in here doing business. That's uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, one of us has to have fun. We're going to have to reevaluate this partnership thing. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I wonder if any of the C Division Bighorns want to help out in the office yeah, possibly <laughs> we have come into uh, possession 2016-17 the cup we have card four of eight triple patch auto carry price beautiful nice. beautiful card yes jaylock you you haven't seen this yet absolutely nope. beautiful um gonna hold on to it for a little bit i want jaylock to have a look at it before we uh put it up for sale but yeah 2016-17 the cup triple patch it's all three colors jay of the patch it looks absolutely stunning autographed yep. and uh yeah only eight of them uh, only eight and we got number four we got, right number, in the we got number four which is happens to be your favorite number that's right we're lying it's not his favorite we're... number he can only count to 10 that's it that's all he's got so yeah carrie price auto uh <laughs> looking forward to showing that to you jay when you get back here into the office uh if all you right ever come back. looking forward to seeing it there you go let's get into june 7th is flagship 22 23 upper deck extended series is going to be dropped okay now yep this will be the same way as we've seen the cards for I don't know how many years that Upper Deck hasn't changed things, but you're going to have 24 box packs for the box, and you're going to have eight cards per the pack. Yep. Same thing, 250 cards, all your young guns, etc. We're not going to get bogged down, as we said last week, we're not going to get bogged down in the explanation of what's available. Cardboard all the parallels and inserts and everything, yeah. It just That's go- all available online. Yeah, it just goes on and on. Head over to Cardboard Connections, right, Jay? They do a great yeah, job. Yeah, they break, they, break they, they break down every possible combination just about. Yeah, they can cover it much more in depth. They really, they're really good at it. They make it really yep. simple. Head over to Cardboard Connections. They are absolutely wonderful at it. Um, but yeah, so June 7th, this is going to drop, and it's going to be the same configuration. Now, what is going to happen coming out? The next flagship drop, Jay, will be the 23-24 Upper Deck Series 1. Right, next November, I believe. <laughs> yes, I believe right now the date is November 1st. So we have Extended coming out on June 7th, and then we have... 
the 23-24 Series 1 coming out on November 1st right now, subject to change. It's funny, the, the release that I saw from Upper Deck has it in bold. Connor Bedard Young Gun will not, <laughs> will not be right. part of this set. <laughs> so to make it clear, Connor Bedard is going to be in 23-24 Series 2. Two, which will probably drop next February, early March, late February, early March, somewhere in there. Right, unless Upper Deck says, "Hey, let's put this out for December twenty third for that, Christmas." No, that's Eve. true. Yeah, they could. That's true. They clearly want to get a picture of Connor Bedard. If if he does end up in Chicago, as planned, they mm-hmm. clearly want that jersey shot, which I get. But it's funny how. Upper Deck literally wants it made crystal clear to the entire public. Yeah, Connor Bedard, he won't be here, so don't be buying these these boxes. Right? Yeah, yeah. Bedard. Don't don't be uh, buying these sets looking for Bedard. He's not not quite there yet. No. <laughs> Series two. Now here's the big switch. So as I said, Jay, right? Mm-hmm. Twenty. What we're used to, we buy a box of hobby, twenty four packs, eight cards per pack, right? Mm-hmm. This is what Upper Deck's doing. Series one, twenty three, twenty four will be 12 packs per box, 12 cards in each pack. But, hang on, hang on, you're going to have three hit cards as opposed to the one that we have today. Right. Okay, so just to review real quick, what we're doing right now is 24 packs per box, 8 cards per pack, one hit card. You get one Young Gun, you get one Dazzler, you get one Lunchbox Hero, whatever it is. Upper Deck's going to change this, go 12 packs per box, 12 cards per pack, which drops down, you're getting fewer cards. Yeah, you're getting like 50, 50 almost 50 fewer cards did you per feel, box. Did everyone smell that when Jay had to do some math in his head? <laughs> yeah, oh, here, let me open the window of the car, clear the smoke out of here. There you go. So, <laughs> but you're going to get three hit cards per pack as opposed to the one. Right. Now... I'm conflicted on this, Jay. I, I I just don't know. I don't know if this is a better thing for the consumer. I'll tell you this. I think it's better for the breakers. And definitely better for the breakers. You're you're going to be able to go through boxes a little quicker, right? You're breaking half the packs. And there's going to be more, yeah, more hit cards per pack, like that excitement level, right? But, yeah, for the collectors, it's going to... For the serious collector looking to complete a set, it's going to be a little bit harder now because there's 50 less cards per box, like, of your base. Right, but your base is still going to be 250 cards. Right. So, so and here's the, uh, so I think, personally, my opinion is this is really helping the breakers because what do the breakers want and what do the people want watching the breaks on whatnot? They want the hit cards. That's right. They want to see the hit cards, right, constantly. That, uh, yep, that's definitely, I mean, we broke it enough ourselves. We, we see that ourselves, right? So. It's that hit, get on to the next pack. That hit, get on to the next pack. Absolutely. So now you're going to have three of those, but I have some questions. Now, also, the consumer, not breaker, okay, just the, the fella going in. Now, he is going to get three hit cards, but, and we have no idea of this, but are we just printing more hit cards, which of course drops the value? I, that was going to be kind of my next question. Are there going to be more hit cards now available? Well, there has to be, because... <laughs> well, right? you, well, Jay, it depends though. Are you printing 
more of the same are you printing more of the young guns and lunchbox heroes we'll just use those as an example right right let's, let's right. just stick it with the dazzlers and the young guns which we know will, uh, you know lunchbox heroes will come and go come and go but right. dazzlers and your and your young guns is you know think of it as your staples right right yep so are we yep. just going to print more of those or are we going to come up with even more variations where they'll be that's wow that could be right they are that's going to have to kind of be one or the other and i would imagine again just my guess i have no way of knowing of course but they maybe they'll come up with some different variations or uh like of your exclusives and stuff right your parallels they'll they'll come up with a few more parallel lines say it'd be interesting to see so yeah this is um this is a big change going to the 12 packs 12 cards as jay said roughly 50 cards less per box so again there here but here's the other argument in the hobby too right jay you have your collectors yep and then you have your fellas that are just grabbing packs for the hits. They're not right. really you're collecting. You're investors, more or less, right? They're looking for the uh, the more high-value cards. Right. So it kind of, maybe it's going to help them. It's certainly, my opinion, going to help the breakers. It might hurt the collectors. It's going to be interesting to see how this has an effect on the hockey card hobby, or maybe it won't at all. It's just a major change. Yeah, it is a change. Uh, base card values might increase a little bit. Maybe, they're harder to get. Maybe that will get us to Cabo. You know, <laughs> there we go. Hear that, Sammy? We're coming. Sammy, Sammy, <laughs> open the back door, unlock the gate. J-Lock and Juice, we're coming to Cabo. Buddy. We're on our way. We're on our way. All right, well, we will see in, uh, we will see in the new year. Well, we'll see in November uh, with this new set what happens. We will have... A next episode, we are going to have an in-depth review of the 22-23 Upper Deck Extended Hobby Boxes. Uh, and look for, we were talking earlier, J-Lock, about those card rips that we're doing right on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pack rips. Uh, soon as June 7th comes in here, we will have a bunch of videos put up on ripping packs of 22-23 Extended. Looking forward to it. It's fun to rip the new products, eh? It is. It is. It's, yep. it's kind of nice to uh, it's nice to, to rip the older stuff because at least we're very familiar with it. That's uh, right. That's right. It is fun to see the new stuff and the new designs and what have you. So yeah, June seventh, look for the twenty two twenty three upper deck extended series coming to a store near you. Near you. I am marking it on my calendar right now. Best price I've seen in Canada. Remember when we give prices um we give canadian prices so in canada a box of the extended best price i could find 139.99 uh i do happen to notice that right now the price for the 2324 series one that we just discussed is ten dollars higher 149 getting less cards but more hit cards it's gonna be interesting how this yep. all plays out J lock yeah we'll see yeah uh, november will tell the tale let's move on to more new changes uh ebay's authenticity guarantee did i just screw up the word authenticity uh, authenticity no yes. yeah, i think you're pretty close i nailed it on the second attempt right jay <laughs> right on english is my first language but it's not my best 
let that work in there, Jay. Oh, beautiful. All right, Jay Lock, eBay, this again, this is for the, the Canadian consumers, or you know what, quite frankly, the American consumers that are buying off of uh, sellers on eBay that are based in Canada. Yep. Just like Cards with Juice, head over to Cards with Juice eBay store, cardswithjuice.com. You will find every links there to everything and all our social media and those pack rips that we do that are all the rage. Uh, yeah. eBay Canada has just announced that they are doing authenticity guarantees for all trading cards over $250. So, J-Lock, you're on eBay and you see a raw card. Okay, let's take Wayne Gretzky rookie cards. You ever, yep. you ever heard of that card, Jay? Uh, I once or twice. Uh, where did I hear about that? Yeah, I think so. So, this is how this is going to work. Or, or it is work. Sorry, it's available right now. We're just talking about it now. So, you list a card that's raw for over $250. And there's always that concern, especially with the Gretzky cards in the back of the buyer's heads, is, is this card fake is this card real because unfortunately people out there a lot smarter than us know how to fake these cards right. so anything over $250 as a seller will now be sent to a central location first so Jay, yep. like, you come on you buy the card from Cards with Juice right and it's right. a $300 card alright right. mm-hmm. that card will then be sent to an eBay authenticity center they right. will have they have partnered up with uh, CGC and CSG. Yep. They will guarantee the authenticity of that card. Now, they won't grade it. They're That's not, right. It will be ungraded. Yeah. You're right. They're not going to grade it for you. But what they're going to do is they're going to put the eBay authenticity stamp on it. Then it will go to the buyer. Right. So at least the buyer is guaranteed of the card that they're purchased is real. It's not fake. Right. Okay. Uh, great system as long as this flows through well and what I mean by that is buyer pays seller seller sends to eBay eBay authenticity <laughs> I couldn't do it I was on a roll with that word eh? I was on the road on eBay roll. authenticates it they authenticate it then they send it to the buyer right. my only concern is what happens if that in that that middleman? What happens if that gets all bogged down? I don't know how many they have. I don't know what they're expecting. But let's say the first week they had a hundred cards sent there, and they processed right. them and got them out to the buyer. But what happens next week if five thousand are sent there? Uh, I well, I'm sure they'll get a little busy, but it, it is for only for cards over two hundred and fifty dollars. Right. In asking price, which I mean, I'm not sure there are five. Well, there might be five thousand out there. I don't know, but I don't. Uh, I'm sure eBay has taken some of that into consideration. We'll have to see again, see how it works. Hey, if somebody has used it, let us know. Let us know how it worked for you. Actually, great point. Yes, we haven't. Uh, we haven't. We we it. haven't used it yet. But no. if somebody out there has, uh, drop us an email or. Send us a note through any of our socials and let us know how it worked for you. I'd be interested. I think it's a great idea, Jay. I really, truly do. And eBay does things well. eBay is on top of their game 100%. So I'm sure they will have it fixed and and 
working slow, uh, smoothly, I have no doubt. Uh, might be a couple hiccups as this thing just started, but overall, I think it's a great idea. Absolutely oh yeah, for sure. It, it, it protects, and because I, it's also the other way, right? If if for whatever reason the buyer does want to return it to the seller, I think it goes right back to that that center, so the seller knows he's getting the original card back that he's sent. Yes, that's the way I understand it as well. So, yeah, it just protects both sides of the transaction in those higher value cards, which, yeah, you know. So Jay's right. If you have used it, had any experience as a seller or a buyer, drop us a line through social media, and uh, we'd love to hear how it worked for you. Yeah. And when you're shipping those cards, Jay, what sleeves are we going to put our cards in when we ship them to the eBay Center? Well, when we ship them to the eBay Center, we are going to use the BLG protectors. No, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. We're going to use we're the BGL, J-Lock. BGL. You said BLG. Sorry. Way to Uh-oh. go, J-Lock. You blew it. I messed that up. And I'm not editing it out. I'm leaving it in there. 100%. <laughs> I guarantee I'm leaving in J-Lock's mess up. When we ship our cards, we ship them. I don't know who Jay uses. But Juice uses BGL card sleeves owned by XNHL player George LaRock. We have partnered up with BGL. If you go to our website, cardsofjuice.com, at the top there, and if you scroll down a little bit, you will see the George LaRock beautiful picture of him. Go in there and get your discount code. Quick link right from there, right to the BGL store. Put in the discount code and you can save. They have the card sleeves, the top loaders, they have everything. And they are quick. Cards with Juice put in an order last Sunday night, late Sunday night, Tuesday morning. They were sitting in the mailbox. And what are we, J-Lock, six hours from their warehouse in Montreal? Yeah, probably, yeah, something like that. So quick shipping, great prices, incredible quality. It's the only thing Cards with Juice uses. BGL, owned by ex-NHLer George LaRock. Check it out. BGL protection. Your investment in your cards, top loaders, and card sleeves. Well, J-Lock. you convinced me. J-Lock is going to start using BGL protectors as well. You're not going to use BLG anymore, J-Lock? No. There you go. <laughs> Boy, this this is just, this show started off with the announcement of the Bighorns winning the average championship, and we've just kept average going right through the entire show. <laughs> the theme of this week's show is average. We have one commercial. Just a little bit below. We have one commercial, and J-Lock blew the commercial. <laughs> We have one, and I'm not adding it because, well, I probably don't know how. But I'm leaving it there in there because just uh-huh. like those cards that go to eBay, we're raw. That's J Lock, but we're not in the raw. You are. Although up. I don't know, I'm not in. I'm not in Punchbowl Studios, so I can't speak for Juice. J Lock, you teased us at the beginning of this show and said. We have a card of the week that will be, I believe you used the word riveting or incredible or one Rivet. of those. That's something like that. I, I can't remember Can't remember which word I use exactly, but no, I thought uh, being um, the Stanley Cup finals season, yes. I thought I'm going to look to see if there's any, any interesting, uh, you know, Stanley Cup final stories and uh, do a little bit of digging around. And the card for this week is going to be from the score series of 1992, card number 383. 
which is a player most uh, longer time hockey fans have probably heard of is Patrick Klima of Czechoslovakia. Is that uh, Klima or Klima? I'm not. It's, it's Klima, actually. Really? I think. Yeah. I think they called him Klima. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying there's, you know, there's always this. With well, there's names probably different right. little pronunciations with the uh, with the Eastern European players, right? Right. So, All right. Well, for this, let's call him Klima because that's fun. Okay, we'll call him Petra Klima. It's our show. We can do whatever we want. We, that's right. Nobody can tell us what to do, right? Yeah, Mrs. Juice, mind your own business. <laughs> So anyway, on May the 15th, 1990... Can I come in with it? Can I interrupt? I got to interrupt. Sure, go ahead and interrupt. Real quick, Mrs. Juice story. You ready? Yeah, I'm always ready. Yeah, two minutes. Literally two minutes. Uh, we will get to the card of the week, but this is worth it. Okay, you ready, J-Lock? I'm ready, man. Two minutes before we were scheduled to record. Two minutes before. Now, now we weren't doing much yesterday. All right, nice right. good day with Mrs. Juice. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We had a beautiful evening. It was a wonderful time. Absolutely. So this morning we get up and we're recording first thing in the morning here, J Log. We had this scheduled, what have you. Two minutes before uh, we were to go on air, uh, Mrs. Juice texts into Punchbowl Studios with a request. Are you ready for this request, J Log? Uh oh. What's the request? The cat needs to go to the vet in an hour and a half. Could you get me the paperwork, please? <laughs> Oh, the paperwork. <laughs> it's in the office where the studio is. The cat is going to the vet at 10 a.m. And we had all day, all week, all month to... Right, right. No, no, no. Mrs. Juice needs that paperwork two minutes before we're going to air. You'll have to slide it under the door. <laughs> the divorce attorney will be in touch. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> J-Lock, back to cards of the week. I'm Go. glad Mrs. Juice doesn't listen to this show. <laughs> <laughs> Card of the week, Peter Klima. Go, Jay Klima. So on May the 15th, 1990, at Boston Garden, it was the Edmonton Oilers uh, taking on the Bruins for game. That was game one. That turned out to be actually the longest game in the Stanley Cup Finals history. Now, there are a couple of games that went longer, but they were not actually in the final. Okay. So, uh, Petter at that point was in a bit of trouble with John Muckler, the uh, head coach of Edmonton. He had actually been benched the entire game. They went into the third overtime period. And at 15-13 of that period, Klima uh, managed to put the puck past Andy Moog. And that was actually the, his second shift of that game. So they were... Yeah, no, that's that. Uh, they sat on the entire. So he sat there for six periods. He sat for six periods. Oh uh, five. He sat for five periods, and finally, I mean, everybody's running out of gas. Nobody has any legs left, and Muckler was almost forced to put him on the ice. And on his second shift, he got a drop pass and uh, put it past Andy. That's it. And that took Edmonton to a three-two win in that game. And they did end up winning the Stanley Cup that year. And that was Petter's uh, only Stanley Cup that he won. And until 2006, that was the, also the last cup that Edmonton won. So what you're saying is they should have 
Keefe should have left Matthews, Marner, and Tavares on the bench. That's right. Yeah, they should have stayed on the bench. And the Leafs would have won. Yeah. J-Lock, yeah. do you happen to know... J-Lock didn't tell me uh, what we're doing here, so I have questions. Do we happen yeah. to know what uh, Peter Petra did to annoy John Muckler so much? Do you have any idea? Uh, so, anyway, in a little bit, you read kind of... Uh, there was uh, some accounts say that Muckler just wasn't very confident in the way he had been playing. He didn't think he, he was playing well enough in the defensive zone. He was a left winger, Klima, and he didn't think his defensive play was that great. So another story I read was that he was actually booted off the ice by the officials at the start of that game because his helmet was not done up. Interesting. And he couldn't, he couldn't get it done up on the ice. So they sent him to the bench, and apparently, saw, you know, that, that just ticked Muckler off so bad that he that he made such a, a generally a rookie mistake that right, he right. Yeah, yeah. So, so he, this is a great story because this actually goes from uh, zero to hero. Yeah. So everyone yeah. hates him at the beginning of the game. So can you imagine sitting on that bench for six periods? He must have been seething I, mad. Eh? Uh, yeah. yeah um, if you go through his entire career, he ended up uh, playing for what uh five teams over 13 years so Kalima actually did have quite quite the nhl career he started with detroit he was actually the first uh czechoslovakian player to be uh to defect and uh, claim refugee status and end up in the states that way several other ones had actually been smuggled out of czechoslovakia to canadian teams Right, right. But but Klima's was was all planned. He uh, he defected in August of 1985. <laughs> the Czechoslovakian national team was practicing in West Germany, and they had a team dinner one night. And he left that dinner and met two Detroit Red Wing officials in the in the woods. Neither side knowing for sure if either one was even going to be there. Wow. And they, def- they defected to the States that night. Uh, it still took 20 days, I think, for him to arrive in Detroit. So they basically kidnapped um, him willingly. Don't don't get it wrong. He, he wanted to leave, but they yes, literally had to yeah. go in and kidnap him out of the jack. Well, no, no. The uh, the Canadian, some of the Canadian or the Czech players that end up in Canadian teams were basically kidnapped, like smuggled. Right. They, they, he defected. Okay. So he basically declared, I want to leave my home country and, and move to, you know, North America. Right. Detroit had drafted him already in 1983, and he did not arrive until late August of 1985. Wow. So it took a while for that to happen. And in honor of that defection, he wore 85 on his sweater for his entire career. Okay. In honor of the year he defected. Right. Um... Played with Detroit, I think five five seasons. Was traded to Edmonton, and yeah, there was quite the player trade. And it was the year of his trade. He arrived in Edmonton, uh, November of '89, and then they won the cup there that that the next May of 1990, where they went to this long overtime game. In, what a crazy story! Absolutely crazy story. Interesting. I was not aware of that. 
Uh, and what, what what is that card again, Jay? So what is the official card of the week for episode so two? So the official card of the week is the score 92, card number 383, Peter Klima. And uh, yeah, sadly, this past May the 4th, Peter passed away in his native country of Czechoslovakia. So well, way, to, br- way to bring the story down. Jay, well, yeah, you know, it's just... Just, uh, he had quite a <laughs> Just to honor him, condolences to all his friends and family. So J-Lock went back to the junk wax, as they call it, of the early 90s. But there's still some great cards. They might not be value. They might not be worth $100. But for the true collector like J-Lock and, her, and myself, though, there's still some really nice cards in that whole junk wax era. Yep. Uh, yep. Great stories behind the cards in that junk wax area. Uh, people just get too caught up in that. Well, that's not worth anything, so it doesn't matter. That's that's not true. True no, collectors, it, it, history of of the sport. Um, there there is a lot there. Yeah, you're not going to get we're retired to cobble money, but if you're a true fan of the sport and you love the collecting part of the hobby, there's some great stories like that one that J Lock just provided for us. Right. Right. Yeah. The history is uh, like we say. It's the story behind the story. Right. Well, Jay Lock, it was a great story, and if I had had the sound effects board working uh, right now, I'd be giving you a round of claps, but since we had some technical difficulties and it doesn't work, just I'm sending you a virtual round of applause for that story. Thank you very much. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm virtually bowing. Now Jay Lock thinks he's Elvis. All right. You're not. And I'm going to leave the building. <laughs> well, we actually are going to leave the building because that is going to wrap up episode two of the Cards with Juice podcast. Uh, Cardswithjuice.com, Cards with Juice eBay store, all the social media, and go to uh, the website. There's links to all the social media there. Just hit the menu button. It's all there. Some fascinating stuff. Um, we're going to wrap up episode two. We will be back with episode three. And that will be a full review of the 22-23 extended hobby box. J-Lock, anything, uh, anything to add as we head out the door here? No, I think that's about it. Uh, thank you again to all our listeners for giving us some time. And yeah, reach out to us through social media. Drop us a line. Let us know what you like. Hey, let us know what you don't like. It doesn't matter. We love to hear from anybody. Oh, well, J-Lock, I have a note right here. It says, we don't like J-Lock. Right here. Right here. Okay, white. So, what to do? Mrs. Juice, stick that under the door when you're passing paperwork back and forth? Thanks for listening, everybody. Cards with Juice, episode two. We're out. Bye.